Good morning, folks, fellow pilgrims, travelers on the funny path of life. This morning, I'm gonna free flow. I'm not even quite sure where I'm gonna go. That's gonna be the fun part. But uh, my diving board is a thought I had that what if it was impossible to lose? Shall we? So, here we are, the dawn of a new day. Another interesting dream I had. I was in this place near the Israeli border, but not in Israel, and somehow Israel was the enemy, was a dangerous kind of a violent terrorist place. No idea where I was, with a bunch of other people, volunteer, idealist, uh, evangelist, you name it, people with uh, goodwill and uh, intention to make the world a better place. Anyway, just a sign note there. Uh, So, what if it was impossible to lose? You know, the way we have a way to look at the world the way to look at what's right and what's wrong. Yeah, I'll go to why am I saying we? I do that a lot. But yeah, of course, it's me. It's my outlook. Well, in all fairness, not really, because when you go into ideology or when you go into a reason or, or religion or whatever field, there is kind of a framework, yeah? There is a paradigm that says that's good and then that's bad. So there is a DNA of morality within the mirror of that ideology. And somehow I'm moving away from that. You know, the idea that you can know what is right or wrong. And uh, I don't think I believe, you know, in the realm of reason, yeah, it makes sense. I can definitely relate to it. You know, you you look at a refugee camp, you look at a very poor country, or you look at poverty, you know, in a country like the US, which I know a little bit more than other. Um, and you wonder and you are affected. And the consequence of being affected is one way I look at it is to make sense of it, you know, or why is that, or to explain it, to put it into some kind of a box. That is why it happened. Like you look at people in jails, you know, people in uh, isolation. And we have a way to make sense of it. Some of us may not agree with the strategy or with what goal it has in mind that that just can't work but yeah we can uh, 
we can argue until the end of the world. But yes, they've done something and they deserve it and, and so we are. So that's part of who we are. And I think it's almost impossible for us not to want to make sense of things, to put them into box, to label them, and to have our DM, uh, whatever it is now, that the, the world of psychiatry, wherever they are at with their, their book, their Bible. Hmm? But what if it was impossible to lose? through the good, through the bad, through the ugly, that everything was a stepping stone, however atrocious it might be, that life on this earth, as I know it, as we know it, yeah? my, I, I have my body, I have, you know, I am Anthony, and I am in this specific space and time, uh, Nobody denies that. I don't deny that. But what if, in t instead of absolute truth about who Anthony is, there was only a relative truth? And it was due, it was influenced or affected by the way that I relate or how I am able to perceive and experience the world. I think most people will agree with that, yeah? Because of my senses. And the biggest of all, my mind. Hmm? And I would even dare to say even more, my beliefs. I believe that my beliefs are, maybe you could say, uh, an outcome of a bundle of thought. But in the end, a belief because something very, 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 I want to use potente in Spanish, very strong. That belief. Like, in my case, I have believed for a long time that I am a bad person. I don't deserve to be happy. I don't belong. If I am to possess or to achieve anything of value, I will have to work hard. And at the same time, I am doomed to fail. I cannot succeed because I don't deserve it. Um, in the end, it doesn't matter what the belief is as long as it is nicely tucked away in that part of a mind and reinforced. So I guess, I guess where I'm coming at is, okay, that the belief would be the outcome of a past where a lot of thoughts are reinforced and, and fed and eventually comes to some kind of a consensus about uh, what they are and this ingredient create a dish and whatever that belief is um, I like that I don't like that I want to do that I don't um, I will sacrifice I will sacrifice myself for that or whatever it is or like a lot of people are living a life you could almost see a victim like I have to 
I have to work. I have a family to support. I have responsibilities. Uh, I don't have the education. I, so, and in a way, you could say that's part of how the world works at that level. But what if that was not the only way we could look at it? And that's annoying. It's kind of a weird territory here because we are losing ground with the materiality of what is considered to be absolute truth. You know? Because those beliefs, in a way, are created, they are means to an end. And I think, in a way, it is, I would dare say, it is impossible not to live without belief. Whether you believe in science, in religion, in family, uh, as whatever it is your action and your belief will, will actually, more so than what you say, show what is important. So in, in the case of... Uh, <laughs> hmm, I don't want to get lost here. I do kind of like, I like those rabbit holes uh, into the abstract uh, dimension because it's nothing to do with right and wrong. It's, I guess it's my kind of what if. It is impossible to lose. In, for me, when I'm saying that, it entails that there are no accidents, that there is no freedom. Freedom of will. That came up yesterday with a conversation with Urban. And I still don't remember in Spanish how you say. Interesting. Um, I don't know why some words are just a pain in the neck for me to remember. But freedom of will. I mean, the, the very word freedom, I am free to choose. I am free to choose from what's available. And I would almost, I, I think what I was saying was that I have no choice. I have to choose. That's what life is. I think that's part of the rule. But I don't look at it as freedom. But there is, yeah, the question, like it says in a matrix, the question is choice. And this continuous choosing. And who chooses? How does one go about to choose? What is the state of mind as one chooses and makes those decisions? And here I'm going to bounce off. So, uh, as the way I look at it, with my silly 48, almost now 49 years old, is that I don't believe in accident. And that is a belief that I am feeding that I never had before. But in, in this context, that to me makes sense. I don't believe in accident. Therefore, that everything is pre-planned. So in that way, at an existential level, there is no freedom of choice. There is 
a limited flexibility within a predestined path. So there are no accidents, which means everything that happens in my life is an opportunity. And that's a whole new topic, but everything is an opportunity and that I am not a victim, which that for me is very, very important because I have felt like a victim, my goodness, for so long. Uh, that's part of my, uh, the price of entry that I paid in this life. And again, in that context also, it helped me to, to state I don't believe in accident. Everything is grit for the meal. I think in a way those beliefs are helping me to move away from the place where I looked at my childhood, I looked at my life, I looked at that, that sense of isolation or why am I not able to, uh, to really relate at long term with people. There are very, very few people in my life with whom I have sustained a long-term meaningful connection. And at the same time, if that's not the case, if the connection does not remain strongly meaningful in a concentrated way, I can't. I am not able to. And I don't think it's a choice in my case. I don't think it's a choice. It cost me. It cost, it's, it, yeah, it is excruciating to be if I'm going to sit and talk with somebody and if I do not have a significant connection, it costs me so much. Even though I feel like the richest kid on earth, like yesterday with Urban, we had this conversation and, you know, exchanges of ideas and, and ways we look at things, but there was fluidity. We flowed within that that current within that river, like it was, I almost, no, not I almost, I did. Actually, I called it art. I felt like we were making art. We were creating something that was beautiful, you know? In the end, I wasn't going anywhere with who I was and what I was expressing. It was just being who I was and kind of expressing that, like, yeah, I don't agree with you, I don't see it like, well, oh, but that makes me think of that, or whatever, but it was like, this flowing, and this lightness, and when that's there, those persons are gods to me, and right now they are two in my, they are two in my life, but that's, that's, that's it, I have, yeah, I would say I have four friends now, which is really actually, uh, the most I have ever had. But really people that are really, two that are just so fucking dear to me. And then two that I care about, you know, and, uh, but different, not with the same history. And uh, so I do feel, for me, definitely friendship is a, is a best currency to trade on a spiritual Wall Street of life. And uh, I do, I do feel in that way like a rich man because it has been a harder path for me. So back to again, it is impossible to lose. What if everything 
that was happening that has ever that has ever happened to you the good the bad and the ugly whether you've been beaten and beaten by your parents or raped or deceived or uh, whatever it may be that all of it it's only a means to an end it is not an end in itself you know because however long this science fiction story is going to last one day it's all going to stop just like that everything wiped out and this body it's going to slowly and inevitably crumble back into nothingness and where do we come from again how, how do how do how do i make sense for me i can't make sense of it in in a scientific way yes of course i i i do believe and i do believe and value science i think it's an amazing tool if i had to choose between science and religion of course i would pick science any day but science is not the all in all it's not the real mccoy it is a tool and it is something for some people which is very important and great but if we get lost in any kind of ideology i think we are putting a ball and chain the biggest and the strongest of all the balls and chains a jailer a jailer no a jailer a prisoner may self inflict so due to my lifelong uh cred of failure being forced to not fit into a mold within which i had always wanted to fit i am being forced to create a new paradigm to create new beliefs to erase who philip thought it was and also who anthony think is or thought he was and one of those is i can't lose fear which keeps us down you know tells us what's possible what's acceptable and somehow put itself put itself in a position where it says i know what's right for you and i know what's wrong if you do that oof not good you know if you say that oof and which brings us in a place of control trying to control or manipulate or strategize and how we relate with each other and then we all sales people yeah most relations are product i need that therefore i will do what i have to do to keep it because it's important and you are in a way or you are what i have to go through in order to to obtain that product so i will border yeah and i'm not saying it's right and wrong uh from where i'm standing it seems to be what most of us do most of the time we look at at the world as a business place and then we try to find out the product we want and then the strategies to obtain it and then to maintain it and to keep it and to protect it and to prevent it from breaking down and this life at the initial start with the ideology of what do i want 
and then to obtain it and then to keep it. Like here in this part of Spain, well, I think in a lot of Spain, I see as I walk through the neighborhoods, those walls and gates, and I'm like, wow. It just, there's something about, I don't know, you know, like I still don't lock my door. And uh, there is something to me that feels like suffocating when I see walls and gates and, you know, uh, barred windows and... It feels like a jail, you know? And it's basically saying, I don't trust. I am not safe. This world is not a safe place. And of course, there, I'm, I'm not arguing that there is violence. There is a lot of violence. And I am overwhelmed at times with it. But that's it. I don't want to keep digressing there. That's, that's another topic. Um, but yeah, to, to sum up, I guess, it is impossible to lose. What if it was impossible to lose? What if everything was a gift? What if we could not but move forward? And I would almost dare to say, what if choice is but an illusion? Not within who we think we are with our senses, our mind, our ability to think. But what if we could break that ceiling? Huh? What if the sky was not the limit in this life? What if we didn't have to accept what the world tells us? What if in there we had the choice? Fear, love. And what if we were mindful that we are creating and feeding beliefs every day, throughout the day, sometime without even being aware of it. So my affirmation for the day, it is impossible to lose. I cannot lose because I am, I am a gift. I am something of value. I do not need perfection. Everything is great for the meal. Everything is a blessing. Neither pain nor joy will lead me to happiness. I am that I am. Home, my friends.